0: Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers, part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm Aaron Fraser.
1: And I'm Matt Bose. In this episode, we jump forwards and backwards in time to discuss three time traveling romances.
0: First up, Harman Bawaja travels to Mumbai 2050 to bring back a reincarnated Priyanka Chopra in Harry Bawaja's Love Story 2050 from 2008.
1: It's a lot of dates. Then we are reintroduced to Roy Kapoor as he travels back in time to fix the marriage between his father, Akshay Kumar, and his mother, Ashwarya Rai Bachchan, in Vipul Amatral Shah's action replay from 2010.
0: Finally, before his marriage to Katrina Kaif, Siddharth Malhotra deals with his commitment issues by learning from his future mistakes in Nitya Mera's Bar Bar Deco from 2016.
1: Before we begin, we'd like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 Territory, traditional lands of First Nations and Métis people. Hi, Matt. Hi. Hey. Guess what? What?
0: It is the long-promised time-traveling romance episode. Two out of three movies
1: were absolute garbage.
0: <laughs> uh, I.
1: These are some of the worst movies you've ever made me watch.
0: I, I didn't make you watch them.
1: You chose this topic. I did. This I is did. your long-awaited topic.
0: I have been wanting to do this episode for years, and I could never find Love Story 2050. Uh, There's then, a reason why. And then it showed up on Amazon Prime. I really want to thank Kathy Gibson for letting me know.
1: But we are going to have some words about that particular version.
0: We Yes, we are going to have some words about that. But I'm so excited that we can finally discuss these time-traveling romance films. Uh, But before we get to that, we have a new review. Oh, no way. Yes. Uh, This review comes from Amrita. Now, it is not on Apple Podcasts. She sent it to me directly. Uh, She put it on Google Play. Hmm. Uh, And she sent it to me a little while back, but we actually had a lot of episodes banked
1: yeah that was rare for us yeah
0: we were really like ahead of things (laughs) yeah not this
1: time though we're recording Uh, literally the day before it goes out
0: yes so i I did warn her that it would show up in our in our first november episode and here we are she writes hello aaron and matt i have been meaning to write this review for a long time but haven't got around to it i would like to share what a pleasure it is to listen to you as a fan of hindi films i find your podcasts so relatable While your positive outlook, infectious enthusiasm, and humbly consistent attempts to pronounce the names correctly are heartening, I must admit I was initially skeptical of the idea of two Canadians analyzing Bollywood. I often have a laugh at some of the other knowledgeable Caucasian reviewers out there. But Biffle is consistently engaging in fun while not passing blanket judgments, being culturally sensitive, and open to learning more. Thank you for all your efforts. Best wishes coming your way from Mumbai. Amrita.
1: Oh, thank you, Amrita.
0: Yes, thank you we, so much. We try. Yes, we, we, we really appreciate that. We do. And yeah, we, you know, we, we are always trying. Uh, you know, we just, we we like watching Bollywood movies. We like discussing Bollywood movies. So that's why we do this. But yeah, we are always trying to get better at pronouncing names and always interested in learning more about Hindi cinema and, indian cinema and indian cultural in general so mm-hmm. uh yes thank you so much and and thank you for you know as you don't use apple podcast taking the time to reach out to us to send us your review we really appreciate that are you yeah, for can... some biffle points yeah Bling. <laughs> yes if uh if you would like to be cool like amrita please leave us a review uh we do a good job of catching the ones on apple Podcasts, but if you've left a review elsewhere just reach out to us and let us know and send us a copy of it and we will read it out on air Mm -hmm. then matt will give you some biffle points and pretty soon here something will happen with the biffle points so
1: yeah this is the longest um like buried lead in history biffle points it's (laughs) six years in the making
0: Mm -hmm. well you only came up with them a couple years ago i think that's true yeah yeah okay Time travel movies.
1: So... You typically don't like time travel yes, movies. Yes.
0: One of the reasons why I've really wanted to do this episode is because Matt famously gets annoyed that I don't like time travel movies.
1: Specifically, the one you're all thinking of, Back to the Future. I don't like Back AKA to AKA Action Replay version one.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. I, do, I don't like Back to the Future. You don't
1: like that it's essentially like celebrating the two most conservative parts of American history, the 1950s and the 1980s. Exactly. Apart from maybe now is the next one. Like um, the 80s being nostalgic for the 50s is not something that is really up here, alley.
0: No, it's really not. And I, Robert Zemeckis, I, I really don't gel with Robert Zemeckis and his interest in nostalgia. And I find his films kind of, rather conservative and ideologically corrupt if mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to get into one of his most famous films uh, that I loathe. Uh, I, I mean, I will say I don't hate all his work. I'm not a monster. I like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and I love Romancing the Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man- Manish over on a pod to be, you did a good episode on Romancing the Stone, so mm-hmm. people should go he listen to He always does that.
1: good episodes, so just, uh, you know, everyday episode for him.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. But so I don't hate all of Robert Zemeckis films, but famously, I do not like Back to the Future. I don't like Bill and Ted. I don't like Twelve Monkeys. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: For Time Travel, yeah. <laughs> what are the
0: other ten famous Time Travel movies I dislike?
1: I mean, you like La Jetée, which is. I
0: love La Jete, yes.
1: Not I do. really a movie, but you do like the inspiration for Twelve Monkeys.
0: Yes. And I like The Time Machine.
1: The. 60s one? What about the... Yeah. Or 50s? Whenever it was. What about yes. the uh, 2000s one with...
0: Um... Haven't seen it. I
1: forget who the main guy <laughs> was. I just know that Orlando Bloom was in Haven't it. Haven't
0: seen it. And I did like the kind of Time Machine riff that they did time after time.
1: What about the most pretentious answer of all? Primer. Uh, right. Not primer. Especially primer.
0: pretentious when you say it. Primer. Um, it was okay.
1: Yeah? Yeah. It's It's touted as like the realistic one. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's so many time travel things. There's that Stephen King book about it that mm-hmm. t- became a TV show that we didn't watch. Time travel, there's About Time, which we were talking about yesterday.
0: Yes, which you want me to compare to Barb Deco So Yeah, I'll, that seems
1: like it has some things I'll in common. Just,
0: yeah, discuss About Time Travel. Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either. The Lake House. You know. That's sending,
1: like, letters through time.
0: Yeah. But again, I don't, like, even my love of Keanu Reeves doesn't, like, I can't get on board with Bill and Ted, (laughs) let alone the lighthouse.
1: But I don't think it's the idea of time travel you don't like. You just don't like how it's been executed in movies.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought Prisoner of Azkaban was fine.
1: It opens up so many cans of worms that most scripts don't really think about. Yeah. So it might work better for kind of a smaller movie with small stakes. Like, if my parents don't get together, my brother and sister and I won't exist. Or, um you know bar deco a guy screws up his life well gets to see how he could screw up his life in the future or love story well love story is one of those ones where the <laughs> the, the, the shit kind of hits the fan but like it's it's like too powerful to meddle with into unless you really know what you're doing
0: yeah i mean i'm looking at a list here of time travel movies and again like i think i just kind of famously don't like some of But like some of the big ones.
1: Primer's the one where it's like, you can go back and it looks like they did their homework to figure out all of the different reverberations that would happen with people running around through time. Because most of these movies don't do their homework and you could pick apart gaffes and things. Mm
0: -hmm. But I mean, I do like like the Terminator films. The first two at least. Mm -hmm. You had kind of a
1: soft spot for the latest one too.
0: Yeah, I I did really like the latest one, yeah. Um, And I do like the girl who left her time. The anime I did not like. Midnight in Paris.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind that. Um, it was basically just Owen Wilson being like, "Wow, look, it's uh, Hemingway."
0: The Happy Death Day films. Really Happy liked Death those. Day is another
1: one where they they did their homework and they were able to figure out. Okay, here's the exact sequence of events that would happen every day. Groundhog Day, though, that's time travel. You like Groundhog Day?
0: Well, I mean. Yeah, I, I guess in the same... In, if we're going to call Happy Death Day time travel, then we can mm-hmm. call Grand Day time, time travel. There is actual time travel in like the second Happy Death Day. Which I still have to see. The first one is still just like a, like a time loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love X-Men, which... Days of Future Past. Uses a lot of time time travel. Samples. Although the movie you didn't
1: love, Days no. of Future Past. But the idea mm-hmm. of a dark future where everything went wrong, sending someone back, it's in Terminator. Yeah. It's in... Um, Back to the Future 2.
0: I think the less I have to think about the time the travel yeah. and the mechanics of it, the more I like it. And I think the less time travel is explained, the more I like it. But you you like a lot more of these movies than I do. And so I think
1: time travel is really fun. And it is also, if you want to get really pretentious, time travel allows um, film fans to explore the medium of film itself. Because mm-hmm. movies are a form of time travel too. Mm-hmm. They're not shot in order. So the whole thing is just spliced together from things that happen at different points in time. And you have continuity people whose job it is to make sure that everything looks the same. Mm-hmm. So, like, time travel is sort of a film device that also is a little bit meta textual. And I like that. Mm. Yeah. None sure. of these movies are, by the way. <laughs> Maybe a little bit Barbar Deco, but Action Replay and Love Story 2050 mm-hmm. are not. Working at the same standard that I would like for a time travel film.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: <laughs> Not even close, actually. So, is
0: your is your favorite one Back to the Future? Because again, like this whole kind of sticking point about time travel between the two of us started with you hounding me for years that I don't like Back to the Future, and uh, and so you made the proclamation that I don't like time travel movies, and I think I've kind of internalized it. But I I don't really think I have that much against time travel.
1: <laughs> Primer really good. Um, Back to the Future is really good. I, when I was little... You, know, you, you like know. Time
0: Crimes a lot, too. Time
1: Crimes was great. Yeah, You should watch that one. I think you might like it. For
0: a non-English film.
1: Yeah. Um. So one of the sort of ideas I had when I was little was that, like, maybe someday a historical figure would show up in the present and I would have to, like, show them around. Mm. And because I was a little criminal, I thought, well, what if Al Capone came back and I had to <laughs> hang out with him? Because so I just watched The Untouchables at, like, eight years old. And I thought that was cool. So, like... I've always So kind if of,
0: you were in Bill and Ted you'd go back to Chicago in the thirties and bring back Al Capone.
1: Well they're doing it because their history homework right. is about, oh, you know, various parts please.
0: of time. Stupid.
1: <laughs> but like yeah. Like I, I, I thought gangsters were very cool, like the Chicago gangsters. Yeah. I thought that was great when I was little. Still do. Um, So, like, meeting a historical person like that and, like, showing them the future, I always thought would be kind of cool. So, anytime... This happens a lot in the Bill and Ted movies, but, like, Genghis Khan going to a sports store and having a good time with new stuff. Or the new time travel thing that we watched all of and didn't mention, Therme Rome. Oh, yeah. An anime about... Very
0: into Therme Rome. Yeah,
1: an anime uh, short episode show about a a prestigious bath designer in Roman times, ancient Roman times, who goes forward to modern day Japan and is amazed by various, you know, bath technologies. Yes. Um, You you like that.
0: And as someone who doesn't like baths. Yeah, especially. I'm really into this bath Someone who doesn't even know how to swim. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I took the manga out of the library recently, so I've been reading it.
1: Yeah, we want want to watch the film, but like,
0: that's a time travel thing you like. Before you say hot tub time machine, this existed before Hot Top
1: Time Machine. Yeah. I also like the first Hot Type Time Machine. I never watched the second one. Ew, but like it was problematic. It's always the idea of someone with knowledge of the past going back and changing things. Army of Darkness, you like? Yeah, I That's do. That's time travel.
0: I like Futurama.
1: I mean it goes back yeah, Futurama so again, where when I... they build the time machine that can only go forward so they have to go.
0: I'm going to you know. say this idea that you have implanted... And that's JoJo's in, Bizarre
1: Adventure, too. That happens there as well.
0: I'm going to say this idea that you've implanted in my psyche that I just don't like time travel is not true. Okay. That being said, this episode is not going to prove... Yeah, that. these
1: are not films that you particularly enjoyed. Um, oh, there was another... Oh, it all goes back to A Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court, which is right. another book... Like, I had a little kid version, Mm -hmm. but I thought that was so cool that, like, someone from Mark Twain's time, so like the mid 19th century, could go back to Camelot and invent things. Like, I thought that'd be great because what it does is it makes someone of average intelligence, like myself, who just knows, like, what's going on now. If you go back to modern, if you go back to medieval times, you're a genius Mm because you're from the future. Uh, This is really well parodied. Oh, Le
0: Vizito. They do that in Le Yeah, Yeah.
1: This is really parodied well in a book by Tim Powers called The Anubis Gates, Mm. which is about a guy from the future who travels to Victorian times, and he thinks he's going to be the king. Like, he knows everything that's going to happen. He can make a few good stock bets and then take over everything. But within, like, three days, he's naked and Mm -hmm. in a ditch, lost all of his money, because... You might know the big things that happen in history, but you don't know how to talk to people and everyone's gonna think you're a weirdo. Mm. Um, that's one of the kind of nice things about the Bill and Ted series is that they're they're lovable dullards and can kind of just get along in any time. Same thing with Army of Darkness.
0: Yeah, I do love Army of Darkness.
1: So like, you know, maybe there's hope for us lovable dullards yet.
0: Again, I I don't think I actually dislike time travel as much as you tell me I do. There are some notable films that people kind of point to as, like,
1: the best kind of time travel things
0: that I just don't like.
1: Would you actually travel back in time if...
0: Right. This was going to be one of my questions for you. Would you rather travel back in time or travel to the future? The future. Okay.
1: Because. uh, So I read a Michael Crichton book that came out after uh, Jurassic Park called Timeline. Apparently a very, very awful movie. Never watched it. But one thing it, it really hammered home was... It's a great board game, though. Yeah, it is a good broke game. One thing it really hammered home was if you actually went to medieval times, there's so many bizarre diseases back then and food like that your stomach wouldn't be able to handle and just the smell of everything. It would be horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe I could handle it, but I also gag when I take out the garbage. So, uh, <laughs> you too. I don't know if I could handle medieval times. But the future, assuming I don't get Im- immediately killed for being you know, a dumb asshole who shows up in the future, you know, maybe I could deal with it. I'd love to see what happens. Um, right now, it doesn't seem like the future is going to be so hot, but maybe it gets better.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would probably also go to the future because women's rights in the past, let me tell you, not something I am keen to experience.
1: Yeah, unless you go to Madagascar when that queen was in charge. Like, uh, there aren't a lot of uh, great times for the ladies. Um yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of an off-color joke by a comedian that I won't mention. There's a certain subset of people who can get away with going to various times and places. Namely, they look like me. Yeah, like yeah, you can get along pretty good most times. But there we go. So yeah, yeah future. Okay. We want to go there. Well, uh, two of these movies go to the future.
0: Yes, our our first film. Boy does it go to It the goes pl- It goes places
1: this movie.
0: <laughs> uh this is Love Story twenty fifty, directed by Harry Bowija, starring his son Harmon Bowaja. This was Harman Bowaja's debut. Uh He, he has, did
1: like one more movie and then
0: Well he so after this he does He does like a sports movie, What's Your Rashi? Which
1: we saw. We watched that in our Priyanka Chopra episode. Yes,
0: and we've discussed that one. And then there's like some action film. Something in 2014,
1: right? Apparently
0: he has something coming out in 2020. But I mean, movies don't don't come out in 2020. So who knows what that film is and when it will come out. Um, Yes. So this is his debut. uh, And he stars alongside Priyanka Chopra and Bomanorani.
1: Playing the sort of Doc Brown type role.
0: Yes. Uh, this film... Okay.
1: I I feel bad for this movie because while I did hate watching it and I thought that basically every part of it was garbage, we honestly weren't able to give it a good shot because of Amazon.
0: I'm going to start by explaining the plot. So the film should be about three hours long. Mm -hmm. And about the first hour we are introduced to harman Bawaja's Quran. he falls in love with sana played by Priyanka chopra who wouldn't they love the rain it's not a personality
1: yeah
0: and you know we they're can add this to planning... the i'm only happy
1: when it rains cinematic universe <laughs> yeah
0: not a personality to just love the rain
1: yeah
0: uh they plan Do you know who on loves living... the rain
1: dogs love the rain <laughs>
0: <laughs> they plan on living happily ever after but Santa's life is cut tragically short and she... Wait, is, wait, how? She gets hit by a fire truck. She gets
1: hit by a fire truck, <laughs> which is speeding along and making how much noise? No
0: noise. Zero noise. <laughs>
1: have you ever seen a fire truck that's just hauling ass <laughs> completely silently like an electric car? No. Yeah. No. They should have thought that part through.
0: Yeah. So he spent an hour like watching them Fall in love, and they have no. We, we feel nothing. They
1: have no character traits.
0: No character. They Apart like the from rain.
1: yeah, they like the rain. They like the rain. And Harman Baweja's character is legit an asshole. Yeah, he is always.
0: He doesn't know what Romeo and Juliet is. He reads Archie and Playboy. And Santa is a bit more. She's she's naive, but clearly more literate. Yeah,
1: but like he's willingly stupid and does risky things all the time, and it's not even like. The movie Kick, where Kick likes to get his <laughs> kicks by doing things, it's more like, well, I mean, we we paid to use this uh, roller coaster in the movie, we got to do something stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so Sana is unfortunately her life is cut short, kind of right after they're making proclamations. She's buying an ice cream. That they're going to spend the rest of their life together. Quran uh, is. Understandably upset, but guess what? His eccentric uncle, played by Boman Irani, has invented a time machine. A time
1: machine we were introduced to earlier. Yes. When they were screwing around in it, and she accidentally punches in Mumbai, twenty fifty, is where she wants to go, and the machine gets stuck having to go there. Yes. Also, this is a time and space machine, <laughs> like, like in action replay, where it's basically like a go kart. Like, <laughs> it, I guess it can fly. <laughs>
0: They can do something, yeah, something. Uh, yes. So we'd been introduced to the time machine earlier, but it Boman looks Arani like a big
1: egg. Couldn't just like the one in Action Replay.
0: <laughs> couldn't quite get it to work uh, because it turns out that he needed Santa to complete one of his calculations on his chalkboard. And so when she and Karan are like fooling around, they accidentally wipe a bit of the chalkboard off, and she tries to replace it and she replaces it with the missing infinity symbol no she, she
1: he replaces it with like blah 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 equals X-E uh, S-E-C yeah. sexy sex that that solves the equation she
0: puts in an infinity symbol <laughs> yeah the infinity yeah. symbol is what does it Bobanarani just
1: never he forgot to you know account for infin- infinity
0: yeah we've also been told that people who die before their time Get reincarnated. So because completely out of nowhere, too, it's just like cut short. Apropos of
1: nothing. Did you know that when you die, you get reincarnated?
0: (laughs) Karan is convinced that Santa will be reincarnated in the future, so he wants to go to Mumbai 2050. So he and Bo Manarani and Santa's uh, younger sister and brother.
1: For some reason, yeah,
0: they stow away in the time machine. They get in the time. Like Squirtle and Chim Chim. Yeah, they get in the time machine, fire it up, and then. Wow, they're in Mumbai 2050. And then we immediately cut to Priyanka Chopra in a flying car with with bright red hair.
1: With her friend slash manager?
0: Yeah, with her friend slash manager telling her how obsessed she is with Karan and how she is only talking about Karan and Karan this and Karan yet that. And then the next scene is a dance scene where Karan like shows off his moves. His moves and
1: that th- originally belonged to... Uh, Rithik Roshan.
0: Oh, yeah. His he's, his
1: character, his face, everything about him is yeah. Rithik Roshan, like, yeah. volume two. Yeah.
0: Harman Bawaja is a Rithik Roshan wannabe the entire time we were watching this film, and especially when we got to the future, we were just like, oh, oh, they, they really want to make him into the next Rithik Roshan, and it's... It's not happening. He's It's not happening. He's no. not doing it. Uh, right. So... Then we started to get really confused about the plot. <laughs> yeah, like, we thought maybe uh, they would explain this. <laughs> yeah, like, when did Zysha, that's Priyanka Chopra's name in the future, when did Zaysha meet Karan? How does Karan know that she doesn't believe in love? Like, there wasn't what,
1: even a title card saying,
0: what's happening? you know, two
1: days later.
0: And then we discover that over 40 minutes of this film has been edited out of the Amazon Prime version.
1: Even more annoying. <laughs> 40 minutes of the future part with all yeah. the special effects and songs and not the first hour and a half of two boring people without personalities. Like, if you're going to edit the movie. Let's get the robot bear. Let's, like, keep that. And, you know... Yeah. Holograms and stuff. I've seen two boring people, you know, meet. Yeah. I don't need to see it again.
0: So... We did keep watching the film with a lot of questions like, who is this villain? What is he doing? Oh, look, there are all these robots they apparently know. And is oh, Bola, she's a pop star. Is okay. Boman Arani like, dating a robot yeah. named yeah. QT?
1: Because I think he is. He and brings again, her back like, with him.
0: With Without that 40 minutes, again, over 40 minutes, we were really lost in what was happening.
1: Incomprehensible movie.
0: <laughs> With the plot <laughs> um, halfway through the film. Now, we did pull up, there is um, on YouTube, the full movie is uploaded there. We do not recommend watching it off of YouTube. And also, it doesn't have English subtitles. And also, we just don't recommend watching this yeah, film. Yeah, don't
1: watch it anyway. Uh, but Better we, left forgotten. We
0: were able to pull it up and kind of, Kind of see that there was a huge chunk that shows forty minutes. Yeah, that shows Karan and Boman Arani and the kids kind of
1: getting an apartment.
0: Yeah, like becoming acquainted with Mumbai in twenty fifty, meeting robots, then meeting Zaysha and like
1: going on her talk show.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's some sort of like TV show that they connect on. So like again, we don't really know what happened. In Why that was 40 he 10. famous enough to
1: go on the TV show? does everyone know that he's from the past? This is not mentioned.
0: Well, and also, like, I guess she's getting, like, memories from her past life are starting to come back to her. But by the time we see that happen, or, like, without... With the 40 minutes cut out, when we see that happen, it's, like, overtaking her and making her pass out. So, again, incomprehensible. Watching Mm -hmm. this on Amazon Prime, the film is absolutely incomprehensible. It is honestly
1: a tragedy that we had to watch this movie. No, like... (laughs) This movie should not be watched in the form that it's on Amazon Prime. It shouldn't probably not be watched anyway. But like, it's it's a crime what they've done to this movie, and I don't even like it, but I feel bad for it.
0: Now we've noticed some uh, like some length discrepancies with Amazon Prime before.
1: Older movies usually,
0: usually older films, and usually no more than ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And there has been, I think, some reports that they've sped up. Some films so that they're, they run a bit faster than usual. They
1: could have sped up the first hour and a half of this movie. And
0: with older films, I do understand sometimes there isn't salvageable footage. Like they don't have the celluloid mm-hmm. to transfer. But there's no excuse why a movie from the mid 2000s why it's
1: 12 years old.
0: Yeah, why we wouldn't have the full movie? So I, well, I mean, the excuse <laughs> is
1: that Franka Chopra hates this movie so much that uh, do she you think controls Nick every.
0: Jonas has seen this movie.
1: I don't know but maybe she calls him Whittly tanks. <laughs> oh my god. Or what was it was it witty tanks?
0: <laughs> Winky tanks. Winky dinks. Winky dinks. Winky Winky yeah. Dinks.
1: That's this dumb sort of glove that has
0: Right, another personality feature. The
1: this it's a it's a pink glove that has like five pig heads for on each like one on each finger and uh, I think Harman Bowie just steals it or something. No, he, gives he says it... he paid for it. Yeah, he gives it to modern-day Priyanka Chopra. She dies, and then future Priyanka Chopra, I think, has it. Or they mention it.
0: And then he brings it to the future and gives it to her. Why was And along <laughs> the journal. Anyways, um, so finishing up my notes on this film, it has over 1,200 special effects shots. Uh, New Zealand's Weta Workshop and Australia's John Cox, who did the special effects for Babe, this is wor- worked on the film.
1: very surprising to me because the... Effects looked like hot garbage. Right? <laughs> if Weta yeah. like I maybe Weta's the one that got rid of this movie.
0: Yeah, so Weta famously did the Lord of the Rings films, the host.
1: Yeah, lots of good stuff. Uh, yeah, lots, lots
0: of like trash, stuff. This looks like trash
1: though. It looks like a PlayStation One game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I was especially thinking about that like Bear, like John Cox, who he did Babe. He knows how to make like things that shouldn't look like they're talking talk
1: yeah he trained that bear
0: that that bear looks terrible uh, the film was very poorly received critically and commercially it was a huge flop nowhere didn't make anywhere near its budget back nice to hear that um, everyone
1: is agreeing with us on this one but
0: it did win the Filmfare award for best special effects I mean I guess those lightning swords look no, okay no they, they
1: did not they looked like trash
0: yeah I, like
1: this has a lot of special effects and maybe there weren't any other big special effects movies that year like, no, I don't think so. How much further back is this from like Raw One and Robot?
0: Not that far back.
1: Like it's it's in the same ballpark as those, and those look way better.
0: Oh, they look yeah. Yeah, they yeah. look way better. Uh so where to start with this film? It was terrible. It sucks, don't watch it. Uh and the version we saw was incomprehensible. I guess the thing that I found most entertaining was that so this film the furthest they go in the future is 30 years. And it just looks so... No, for them
1: it's like 46.
0: Okay, but for us it's 30 years. For us it's 30 years, yeah. And it just looks so much more wildly futuristic than I think it really should. Like in 30 years... Flying cars. Do you think we're going to have flying cars... And like, oh my god, the...
1: AI robots.
0: The costumes.
1: Everyone's the dressed fashion. like Mad Max. I
0: have I have some good news for chain belt lovers like myself and Sharma and Joshi. It's coming back. Uh, not only will we be able to wear chains on our belts, we'll be able to wear chains everywhere. Chain
1: epaulets. <laughs> chain everything.
0: Oh god, the fashion. And okay, this really bugged me. At a party, everyone's drinking out of like test tubes and they have a... Str- Why? Yeah, he's stupid. Like... Oh, the architecture. It's just like, again, like it looks like the stuff out of like AI. Yeah. Reminded me a bit of like the stuff out of AI. But that's like 200 years from now. Yeah. Yeah. And even, or like the fifth element, like think AI. The fifth element's even further in the future. Yeah. And it's just like, why, why not just travel much further? Yeah.
1: Call it Love Story 2100 and that problem is gone. Or 2150.
0: Because I think at this point, We have an understanding of, like, how technology advances. And we know in 2008 that we're not going to have, like... Flying cars. Yeah, like, flying cars everywhere. Like, Like, I don't know, maybe in 30 years we'll have the existence of a hover car. I don't know. But only rich
1: people would have it. Yeah,
0: but only, like... Yeah, only Elon Musk will have a hover car. Yeah. He'll be the only one. Yeah. Uh, And so I just... I, I... Every single time that, you know, like a new piece of technology or a new outfit or, or something ridiculous was happening in the future, I would turn to you and know, I'd say, 30 years from now.
1: Yeah. We got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah.
0: I will say, one of the films that we're going to discuss is a much better job, I think, of kind of envisioning what a, a realistic future could look like.
1: Well, it's also more subtle about it.
0: It's far <laughs> more subtle about it. Like, and I know that the draw of this film is like, oh, that's going to be this, like, futuristic time travel romance action movie. Like, I get that that's the draw of the film, but you need to just set it yeah. for a it turn. looks
1: like Space Mutiny. Space Mutiny is probably my favorite Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was famously a South African production starring J.D. Salinger's nephew.
0: And beef, hard body.
1: Yeah, blast, hard cheese. Uh, it used special effects, just straight up stolen from Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> And all of the engine... The 80s ro- bed. So like yeah, that. yeah, the original one. All of the uh, engine rooms and things are just like a refinery, like where <laughs> my dad works. <laughs> so, like, I, I could say I've been on that spaceship. I know what that sort of thing looks like. I've never been to South Africa, but similar sort of situation. It's that sort of, like, high concept, but low execution. Yeah. And, yeah, this movie is hot garbage. Harman ba- Bawaja, not a presence. He... Occasionally rises, up, rises above annoying, but that's it. You don't buy him as a romantic lead.
0: He's just... He he's really, an okay dancer, I he, guess. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not Ritha Grosham, but he is kind of emulating Ritha Grosham, which is yeah. impressive.
1: He's using all his moves. but like
0: He can magically change his outfit, which I thought was cool, except the fashion is terrible. Yeah. Even me, a lover of chain belts. not. Like
1: this really did absolutely nothing for me.
0: It was also hard to continue engaging with the film once it once it was very clear to us that a huge chunk has been taken out and that we were never going to fully yeah. understand it.
1: Like this, this cut is not a legit cut. Yeah. But I'm going to ruin the end of Love Story 2050. The good guys win. They save the day. Oh they, yeah. They beat Doctor Hoshi, who I guess is like a robotnik type guy. I'm not sure what his whole deal was, but whatever. Yeah, we like, do
0: not because he just shows up as a villain, and we're like, oh, was this. And I guess we he no wants idea. the time
1: machine. You didn't like when I said that she would turn into a pre-baby.
0: Right. But but this is part of where it's just like they haven't thought through the time travel. Yeah. Which is I, I just, In this I version,
1: think... y- you get to go somewhere for 30 days. And if you're stuck there after 30 days, you will instantly age up to what you would be at that point. Yeah. Which is not the worst thing I've ever heard, but also...
0: Except they want to bring her to the past. They right? want to bring her
1: to the past and she'll become a pre-baby. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, A, she is a successful recording artist in the future and is rich and seems to be doing a great job. She has a life in the future. She's a successful recording artist, has a TV show, I think. Just a famous person. Everything seems to be going well. Then Harmarin Balwa just shows up and kidnaps her and takes her back to, um, like, 40 years before. And, like, okay, that sucks. Like... (laughs) You don't want to do that. Living now is awful compared to the future. I'm going to say, right, specifically 2020 sucks compared to 2050, as depicted I in this. I hope so. But like, then you run into the problem from um, Back to the Future too, where now they have knowledge of the future. Are they going to use it to invest in things? They're already rich. This is a movie where everyone's rich, so it doesn't really matter material goods, right? But like, she should probably go to the. W- WHO and fill them in on a few things and maybe check with the UN and say, okay, yeah. there's gonna be a war this year, this year. Like, things that she learned in grade five are gonna be very useful for us, uh us dopes here in 2020. So like then also Bomanarani takes his robot girlfriend home with him.
0: Cutie.
1: Cutie. But like, does he plug her into the wall? Like, what do these robots run on? Because She's not going to be able to get a firmware update or anything. Elon Musk or some evil scientist like that is going to kidnap this AI girlfriend and then experiment on her to make new technology. Like, it's even more dangerous. (laughs) The ending is stupid and no one thought about anything that happened. And in fact, they just have a clip show during the credits of a bunch of things that we didn't actually get to see happen. But they recorded it to show uh, his mother. No, her mother. Yeah.
0: Yeah anything to say about the songs before we go to interval and play a song completely
1: forgettable the one you wanted to watch wasn't even in the cut we wanted so the
0: song that we're going to play during interval if uh, you like it don't watch
1: the Amazon version
0: I want to thank you Manish for sending me this song Uh, Oh, I have him to
1: blame for this. Okay. Manish, I don't thank you for sending (laughs) her this song because I had to watch this stupid movie because of it.
0: Uh, No, you were already watching the movie when Manish sent this to me. Uh, Yeah, we did not see this scene in the film we watched, but we're playing the song anyways. This is Lover Boy from Love Story 2015. (laughs) Alberta's forests matter to all of us. That's why Alberta's Forest Industry works to keep them sustainable now and for future generations. By planning 200 years ahead, helping control the spread of fire and disease, and planting and nurturing two trees for every one harvested, we keep our forests standing strong. To learn more about how our forests take care of us and how we take care of them, visit loveabforests.com.
1: Here's a topical advertisement so today i want to tell you about atb's new podcast the future of join todd hirsch atb's vice president and chief economist as he connects with special guests who offer unique and useful perspectives about the future explore how our economy and communities can not only brace for change but also embrace the opportunity it creates from the future of women in business to the changing nature of work itself the future of helps us understand what's coming and what we need to do today to get the tomorrow we want Featuring two episodes each month, plus bonus episodes, The Future Of includes interviews with top community and business leaders from Alberta and around the world. Subscribe to The Future Of in the Apple Store, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found. And connect to ask your questions about the future by emailing thefutureof at atb.com. Okay, so that was Loverboy from the absolutely execrable uh, film Love Story 2050. Mildly better movie is another one we watched (laughs) called Action Replay. Two Ys. With two Ys. Probably for numerology or something. Or maybe some other movie was already called Action Replay.
0: No, I think it's for numerology.
1: Okay. Uh, This was directed by Vipul Amartal Shah. Uh, And hilariously, they say that this is the adaptation of a Gujarati play, also called Action Replay. But it's obviously the film Back (laughs) to the Future, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Yes.
0: Now, we you tried to watch this film really early on when we became interested I in I think Bollywood. this is the
1: first time I'd ever seen Akshay Kumar in a film.
0: Yeah, and I immediately knew I wasn't interested because it's Back to the Future, yeah, which like, I do not like. And you were like, no, come on, it's going to be fun. And I think you turned it off 20 minutes in. When it gets to the joke where the gun, like...
1: When Om Puri's gun symbolizing, symbolizing his boner just falls over, it Suck. It's like a
0: yeah, Looney Tunes joke. turned it off. Uh, which is another reason why I really wanted to do time-traveling romance was to make you finally watch the rest of the movie that you turned off.
1: You're cool. Uh, so this movie stars actually Kumar, Ashwarya Bachan. Bachchan. Uh, one of my two stars out of five that I gave this movie was entirely for her. Yeah, she's great. She's the only good part of the whole thing. Actually, Kumar is okay. Uh, Aditya Roy Kapoor, definitely not okay. He's
0: reintroduced. Yeah. So this is his second film after London Dreams. Okay, so it's not Guzrish.
1: Guzrish is after.
0: Yeah, no, Guzrish comes after. I just love how it said reintroduced. We do not need to be reintroduced to Aditya Roy Kapoor.
1: Some might argue with that we didn't even need to be introduced to Aditya Roy Kapoor. <laughs> oh. I would argue that. Uh, Neha Dupia in a completely confusing role... Uh, I'll get to that in a second. She's
0: Ray Rai Bachchan's best friend.
1: I know, but like, she's just kind of there and also kind of horny for a Rai Kapoor, <laughs> but nothing comes of this. She's just present in scenes.
0: Okay.
1: Om Pori, Kieran Kerr, uh, Ranvijay Singh, and Randir Kapoor. Uh, this was also poorly received com- critically and commercially and, it yeah, with good reason. It
0: wasn't as huge of a flop as Love Story 2050, but... Because they spent like $5 on this movie. well.
1: yeah. Okay, so in Action Replay, I don't remember any of the characters' names, but Aditya Roy Kapoor is a young, rich guy. Um, Yeah, just like Love Story, the main character is a young, rich guy who travels through time purely for his own um, purposes. Uh, Like, just for his own romantic issues, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, His parents are played by Akshay Kumar, Shwari Raibachan, Akshay Kumar... He's a chef. He's a chef. He, well, I think he owns a restaurant. I don't know if he's a chef. His It's kind of his nickname is Kitchen. Yeah. Because uh, his name is Kishen, his yeah. real name. And he owns a fancy hotel and restaurant.
0: And his wife is always shopping.
1: Yeah, his wife, shopping, deeply shopping, depressed shopping. because of their life together, I guess, is a shopaholic. Shops all the time. Uh, they argue all the time, and their son is very sad about this. Uh, coincidentally, um, Roy Kapoor's girlfriend, her uncle I guess maybe yeah.
0: grandfather played by Rantir Kapoor
1: yeah he is a, another eccentric uh, inventor who has also made a time machine uh, also looks like a giant egg
0: yeah they look surprisingly similar in aspects
1: yeah and the funny thing about this one is because it's back to the future you're taking one of the best time machines of all time a DeLorean which is essentially like a very bad car but it looks futuristic and mm-hmm. you turn it into a big egg that looks like do you remember that Simpsons episode when they all joined the cult and like the leader was in charge and the mm-hmm. leaders was he, the leader was making this UFO oh, that yeah, they all yeah, yeah. worshipped and it was essentially him just on a bicycle and a balloon? <laughs> yeah, that's basically what this time machine is, except there isn't anyone blowing on a, a comb and a piece of paper. But yeah, the time machine sucks. Uh, Detroit Kapoor goes back in time because of his parents. He's sad about them, yeah. and he wants to see what they were like in the seventies before he, they met or before they uh, like fell in love.
0: Yeah, they're neighbors, so they've known each other for a long time. But he goes back in time, kind of before they were married, to essentially fix their marriage. To like,
1: he doesn't really have a great idea of what he's doing, but it's just no. sort of like, oh, he I'll... wants to
0: make them fall in love with one another. Yeah, because
1: they they obviously don't love each other in the current timeline. It's not clear why they got married, but yeah. It wasn't even like an arranged marriage. Yeah. Um,
0: I will say it's fun to go back to ni- to the 1970s because it allows the film to play with a lot of conventions of 70s Bollywood. Yeah. And I would say that's where the movie has the most fun. Yes. I think this is a lot better executed in things like Shanti Chantillon, though.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, Shanti Chantillon shows up and does this way better. Mm-hmm. And actually, replay doesn't need to exist. Uh, so he goes back in time and he finds out that his father
0: was a nerd yeah not just a
1: nerd like actually kind of a dullard he is completely trusting of what his father says and like follows his instructions so to the point that like he seems really stupid Mm -hmm.
0: um he has a pair of like false teeth yeah
1: he's got big chompers up front a
0: really like really bad haircut that's like very straight He looks kind of spock yeah, it's not He looks good. like a Vulcan. Anyway, long he's long and straight.
1: He's a nerd. Everyone in, in town picks on him, uh, including um, Rai Bachan, who's like a cool girl. Uh, but
0: She's got a fantastic wardrobe in this film.
1: Yeah, she's got some cool she, 70s designs. If you like, you know, 70s fashion, that's probably the best part of the movie. Yeah. Um, her thing is that her mother died. No, her father died and her mother was working all the time. So she had to take care of herself. Yeah. So she's very tough. Uh, And she picks on uh, Kitchen Kumar.
0: Yeah, her mom is played by Kiran Kerr, and Om Puri plays actually Kumar's. Never quite
1: understood why they car share all the time. (laughs) Um, Because they live next to each other, but yeah, they they share a driver. Om Puri owns a restaurant, and Kiran Kerr sings on All India Radio. So there you go, that's all the main characters. There's also uh, Ran Vijay Singh's character. He's just some local asshole who... Kind of has a thing for a Shwai Rai
0: Bachchan. And he can sing in two voices. Yeah,
1: that's that's his thing, is that he can sing both female and male parts of a song at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kind of comes up later, but really, I don't really know why they did that. There's also a cameo by the original Raman Raghav, <laughs> who, once who this guy, the, the rival guy, gets thrown in jail for... Her. Aditya Roy Kapoor pays a cop to throw that guy in jail... He ends up sharing a cell with a notorious serial killer, <laughs> and he- this is definitely something I wouldn't have got the first time I watched this. No. But I kind of like that bit now. Um,
0: it's a it's a deeply silly film, and I think I think could have been a lot of fun. But one of the one of the biggest issues I have with the film is its approach towards masculinity
1: yes so you have to be cool and an asshole to girls yeah and then they'll like you
0: so one of the things So when he did your work travels back in time he's kind of shocked to discover that like what kind of man his father was that he was you know like a pushover and like a nerd dare i say a little effeminate and he kind of he has to give him a makeover both externally and internally in order for him to woo Ashraya Raibachan, in order for him to like prove that he's like a macho man and then essentially he like is just a jerk to her who pretends he doesn't like her to kind of string her along well and
1: pretends he's not afraid of her too that's that's kind of a funny part of the movie
0: yeah and so i think one of the issues that i take with the film it's just that this idea that, like, men need to be a certain way and a certain way that is more traditionally masculine is deeply problematic. Mm-hmm. That Ashwari, like, that... that you have it, to be mean. Yeah, that you have to be mean and you have to, like, work out because... Teaches him how to work out and like I All mean, he does his chin up. I think it's fair that he gets his teeth fixed.
1: He doesn't get his teeth fixed. He just punches his dad <laughs> in the face till his teeth fall out.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, those teeth. I was
1: wondering how they were going to do that in the seventies, <laughs> but they found a pretty good way.
0: Those teeth are, are a lot, but but yeah. But this idea that he needs to change his personality in order to get a girl.
1: But this is, but this change... is a, you must not like this in Back to the Future then too.
0: I don't like Back to the Future, but that like
1: this is one of the sort of through lines it has with Back to the Future. Yeah. Is that your father's a nerd, he has to become cool. In that one it's by punching Biff in the face, but also it's engineering a situation where your mother gets in a car with Biff, which is not great. Um, <laughs> 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 remarked upon many times afterwards.
0: Yeah. And then again, I just I think like I think I think this film argues in favor of toxic masculinity.
1: Yeah. And it does. I
0: think I think that's a big problem with you have it. to
1: bully your bullies and otherwise, they'll bully you your whole life.
0: Yeah, and also, like, you're not going to get a girl unless, like, you fix these things about you. And and you, you can't, he essentially is, like, trying to remove his sensitive side. I mean, this one was 10 years ago. And I think we've come a long way in our discussions around masculinity since then. Uh, but I just, I, I think this thinking is outdated, and I think it's toxic. So well, that's he, like even my actually Kumar issue with knows them. this though.
1: He goes on to make Toilet, which has a kind of creepy romance at the beginning, but it's all about trying to make your wife feel happy. And uh, Padman, especially, he's like really yeah. trying to help well, him in that one. So like he knows.
0: And I, I think like movies like Badrunef And can
1: Twinkle can is not going to deal with his bullshit, right?
0: Yeah, and I think movies like Badrinath Ki Dalhania actually. Mm-hmm. address this, and everyone seemed to miss that point about Badrin of yeah. <laughs> Um Which I, I actually quite like, because I, I do think it tried to address these issues of toxic masculinity. So, yeah, I just, that was a big issue in the film for me. It was something that, like, really kind of um shut me off from the film.
1: I mean, it's baked into the premise, but in Back to the Future, his nerdiness is what makes him rich in the future, because he goes on to become a high-selling science fiction author. So, like, his son inspires him with a time machine and calling himself Darth Vader and stuff. But he doesn't go on to start a restaurant or something. He, you know, accepts that you could make your nerdy... In true 80s sense, you can make your your special quirks into a marketable skill and make a lot of money.
0: Yeah. No, here he's just trying to... He's trying to mold him into his idea of, like, a man's man.
1: And the character kishan Kumar, before he gets there, is so pitiable and a huge nerd and annoying that it's just like, well, yeah, you've set up a situation where he has to do that because this guy's insufferable. Yeah. Uh, my main problem with this movie is that basically all the events of it would happen regardless of Aditya Roy Kapoor's involvement, mm. and in most scenes he's just standing around. Like he doesn't really, for the main character of a movie, he doesn't really do much. He just kind of befriends his mother and his father and then tries to engineer situations to get them together. But, like, in Back to the Future, you know, there's a ticking clock. Same thing with 2050. I mean, Mm -hmm. they had that part, at least, to make some sort of tension in the movie. And this is just sort of like, oh, yeah, I guess, you know, if you're a cool guy now, you could be a cool guy in the 70s. It's not like you wouldn't understand every cultural reference or your language would sound weird. Like, it's just... You're cool now. You're cool forever, um, but like his character is just boring. He's just like a guy. Yeah. He wants his parents to love each other, but just that's nice. it. It's it's a nice goal, but it's not something you can hang a two and a half hour movie on.
0: Yeah. Best part of the film, I think you and I both agree. Ashwarya Rai Bachchan, uh, she's having a lot of fun playing a bitch. Yeah. She looks great. She's really funny. She
1: beats up actually Kumar.
0: Yeah, she's she pops. She really pops on screen.
1: Yeah, it's too bad that the whole movie's garbage, but like, yeah. it's fun to see her do stuff.
0: Uh, what do you think of the songs? I thought the song at the fair was probably the most fun, which I admit is a song it's about, about
1: how how having a bad attitude or being cool
0: will get you girls. Yeah, um, which I know is one of my issues with the film, but I actually think that song is really well done, and I think that song has like more self awareness than a lot of the other. Than a lot of those other parts in the film do. Yeah, I guess um, that's the only
1: one. There's the one at the end where It's about the, having attitude. The villain with his two voice thing, and then yeah, actually no. Kamara's like, you know what? I'll sing with four different voices. And then just like his son and two friends are singing in the background with yeah. a microphone, like it's not rocket science. You could have figured that one out, evil guy.
0: But I think the one at the fair about having attitude, like, I don't know, that one's kinda of fun.
1: Yeah, and it kind of picks apart the idea of like, well, why do people like this?
0: Yeah, and the dancing is really like big. That's like big groups of people all wearing bright seventies clothing. It's really fun.
1: Yeah. Um, since this was on Netflix, though, it looked like absolute garbage. Uh, they do not have great digital transfers, so even even the parts of the movie we liked were somewhat difficult to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, completely uh, forgettable movie. Don't watch it. Uh, you can look up. Ashwari Rai Bachchan dancing. <laughs> you get the best part of the
0: movie. Uh, and her costumes. She had a great wardrobe.
1: Yeah, if you like that sort of hyper 70s. like Which You know I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, like Om Shati more gold member. Uh, that's <laughs> sort of like. I don't think anyone actually dressed like that outside of a fashion magazine, but, uh, you know, it's fun to play around there. He didn't even. Like, Ad- Aditya Raghapur, the 70s is a relatively like easy level of back in time to go to like you have a basic knowledge of events he he recounts like oh yeah the emergencies in like two years so you know better stock up on this like like he didn't have any fun with it no right like i would have i would think going to a disco would be cool or you know i don't know like there's stuff you could do in the 70s you can't do now or like maybe you shouldn't do now but like Learning about the time would be fun, but Mm -hmm. I think it's a budgetary constraint. They're not going to show a roller, like a roller disco or something.
0: Well, and maybe also, like, they want to go to the plot.
1: I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the plot's not not anything to write home about, so, you know, there was a lot of it.
0: Uh, This brings us to our last film, which I think is arguably the best film of the bunch.
1: Not even arguably. I mean, like, I thought this was actually a good movie. Yeah. There's, like, one sort of problem with it. But on the whole, I thought it was executed pretty well.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is "Barbar Bar Deco, which means look again and again. It's directed by Nitya Mera. This was her directorial debut. She was the AD on The Namesake and Life of Pi mm. and The Reluctant Fundamentalist. Uh, and I believe The First Dawn. Mm. Uh, and she also went on to direct three episodes of Made in Heaven. Hmm. Uh, the story is by Sri Rao.
1: Who was on the show. Yes. Friend on, of the show, Sri Rao.
0: He was on the show. We interviewed him about his book, Bollywood Kitchen. Uh, that was
1: like three years ago.
0: Yeah, that that, that was a while ago. Um, yeah, so he. Was, but you
1: use that book every week? I do. I use it all the time. It's a great cookbook.
0: It is good, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so he has a story credit. He also worked on the screenplay and was an executive producer on the film. Uh, That being said, apparently the plot is similar to the film Click with Adam Sandler, which I have never seen.
1: Me neither, but that's where he gets like a TV remote and can go forwards and backwards in time. Yeah,
0: and I think he's married to Kate Beckinsale because Adam Sandler always is... Always has like a really attractive woman. This this, this movie is In about some,
1: this movie is about someone who has the horrible fate, the, the absolutely <laughs> impenetrable problem of having to marry Katrina Kaif. Yes. Can you imagine how difficult your life would be?
0: Yes. It stars Siddharth Malhotra, Katrina Kaif, Sayani Gupta, Ram Kapoor, and Sarika, and it was nominated for Best Playback Singer Female at the Filmfare Awards. It did like. Box-office-wise, it seems to have done fine, from what I can tell. Uh, critically, it was mixed to poor. So the plot is very straightforward. Katrina Kaif and Sid Health Marholtra play childhood sweethearts. She is an artist, and he is a mathematician. They've been dating since they were very young. They've grown up together. She wants to take their relationship to to the next stage. Marriage town. Yeah. She wants to get married. She's at that point in her life where that, that is what she wants. And she wants to be with him. Uh, so she says like, look, it's time to get married. And it it does kind of seem like their entire relationship and really their whole lives. She's been calling the shots. He hasn't really voiced what he wants out of life.
1: She says there's drivers and passengers and I'm a driver.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And and she's done everything for him. And and you think he would appreciate that. Um, no, he's, he's a mathematical it, genius
1: who's in his brain all the it's time. It's
0: not presented like she's made all these decisions and called all these shots because she is overbearing no. or anything. But it's because that's what he has needed in his life. Mm-hmm. He's too busy thinking about math and being a genius. Specifically and,
1: Vedic uh sutras and like vedic mathematics that could be used for current day use which yeah. is an interesting topic that they don't really get into
0: Yeah and she's she's always been there to to support him and just kind of like run his life he lost his father when he was young uh Katrinikev notably was born in London um and I This did- is the
1: first this is like the fastest <laughs> they've ever done the Katrina Kiev uh, switch by literally within like 15 seconds they both get born and then yeah in London. in London yeah
0: um, I did appreciate that she is biracial so her father is Ram Kapoor and she's a white mother which
1: Ram Kapoor is really good in this movie by yeah. the way
0: yeah he's really good in this movie I really liked him uh, so she really wants to get married he kind of is going along with it and his family is all really thrilled um, because she's been a fixture in their lives for years, and everyone is on board for this marriage except for kind of Siddharth Mahalter, who's just being an asshat.
1: Well, he's a dope.
0: He's, yeah, he's a dope. dope. And kind of shortly before the wedding, he gets a call from Cambridge, and he's being offered a fellowship and an assistant professor position at Cambridge. They love the which, thesis. Would mean that he and Katrina Cave would have to operate their lives in India and move to England. So you'd think he would go talk to her about this. Instead, he just mopes and she excitedly shows him their new apartment that her father has helped purchase for them. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, a and good time he... to bring that up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Instead, he the... gets in a big fight with her. Instead, yeah, he gets in a big fight and she points out that you know, through through all the wedding planning, he's been very unhelpful and actually kind of the opposite. <laughs> he's been causing problems and that she's frustrated with him and she storms out. And we're kind of left unsure if this wedding is going to go through. Siddhartha Malhotra then drinks an entire bottle of champagne, and I will say does it with a relative ease. I've tried to drink champagne straight from the bottle. It's yeah. not that easy. There are he lots didn't of have
1: hilariously big burps. <laughs> yeah. I thought that bottle looked empty, actually.
0: Yeah, or maybe it's just filled with water. He passes out, and then he wakes up in Thailand.
1: What?
0: He doesn't know what's going on. Katrina Kef is there and it turns out that they were married 10 days ago and now they're on their honeymoon. And so he kind of like gets over the initial shock and then proceeds to enjoy a lovely day in Thailand with Katrina Kef. He
1: sort of enjoys it. And He's mostly confused, but he has like the best day that anyone it could possibly have.
0: Looks amazing. Could
1: anyone have a better day?
0: I want you to know, Edmonton is covered in snow. And also, we're in the middle of a pandemic. This looked absolutely amazing. It was
1: like minus 14 degrees Celsius today. And watching a movie that takes place in (laughs) sunny Thailand, at least part of it.
0: Yeah. It hurt.
1: It It hit different. Yeah.
0: Um, When he goes to bed, he wakes up two years later in England. And he has taken that uh, fellowship at Cambridge. Him and Katrina Kiff now live there. And she's pregnant. She is having a baby.
1: Notably, she put everything on hold, so she's not working.
0: Exactly. Doesn't
1: seem to be doing that much art.
0: And so the film continues on uh, with Sid Helmuth Marholtra kind of moving further into the future to see what his life with his wife and children is like.
1: Could be like. Uh,
0: or could be like. And then also kind of sometimes going further in the future and then not in the past, still in the future, but jumping back. Uh, And he starts to kind of understand his failings as a husband and tries to kind of fix his future mistakes so that he can have a happy life with his wife and doesn't always understand maybe why he's a bad husband and ultimately learns... I mean, I'm I'm kind of ruining the film here, but I think people know where it's going. Like, ultimately kind of learns to appreciate his wife.
1: It's like Groundhog Day. You just have to be a better person. You can get out of your loop.
0: Exactly. Now... One thing that I really like about this film is that the time travel is never really explained. It, it sort of is in that the pandit who was going to marry them and I guess ends up doing so, though we don't see the wedding on screen, he explains, you know, kind of like the seven cycles
1: Seven lifetimes. Seven lifetimes. Seven lessons you should learn. Exactly.
0: And so, and he ties. And I didn't
1: pay close enough attention to see if they actually matched that well.
0: No, neither did I. I probably should have. And he ties, you know, a string around Sadhat Maholter's wrist. And so, potentially, it's the pandit's doing and his attempts at, you know, kind of. Well, Mahotra totally does think so. Oh, oh, yeah. The 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 pandit comes
1: back and he talks to him and argues with him. Yeah. So.
0: But it's not like we know like that the pandit like casts. he's not a spell he's not magic. Like we yeah. don't
1: it, it could just be my whole A lot of the time
0: travel just happens because it happens. And that's when is, he goes to sleep. And that is one of the elements that I really like about the film. Because it doesn't
1: explain time travel. It doesn't
0: try to explain it, and the time travel comes out of kind of a natural extension of the relationship drama and of I think Something that a lot of people feel in life. This kind of like, what am I doing with my life? This fear of commitment. and so Or it, feeling
1: that your life is on rails. I mean, yeah, you know, you, it's like uh, the Talking Heads song. Like, is this my wonderful house? Is this my beautiful wife? Like, he kind of just wandered into this whole thing. Because he's not the sort of guy who pays attention to what's going on.
0: Exactly. And so that's what I think is really smart about this film. Unfortunately, I don't think it completely works. Because Sid holtzmar Haltra is just, he's not very good in
1: it. There's a lot of comedy bits that he has to do. Because it's always him waking up in a new time and then getting confused and sort of like misreading the room most of the time. He's usually in a sad situation, but he's kind of happy. He doesn't know what the problem is. And I guess people in the current time would think he has Alzheimer's or something. I'm guessing. Like that's how they would rationalize that he thinks he's in the past or something. But yeah, like I don't know if he had quite the range. I thought he was. I think I liked him better than you, but it's it's not a command performance. No. I was thinking of other actors who could have done it better, and I was going to say uh, Sushant Singh Rash, but probably could have killed this.
0: Mm, yeah, he would have been really good. Yeah,
1: Siddharth is. He can be funny. Like he's funny he and a gentleman, good. and yeah. he's good at playing like kind of a normal nerd in that movie. This one, he has to kind of play a professor with his head in the clouds. And I don't know if I ever really bought the whole genius aspect.
0: Well, and I just, I don't think he and Katrina Kaep have great chemistry either. It doesn't help that a lot of the scenes that we see with them are kind of like, Well, he's not, he doesn't understand what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's really great though I think Mm -hmm. she brings uh, a great comedic timing to a lot of this performance her dancing around in Thailand looks absolutely amazing and she just has that kind of like the perfect travel free spirit energy Uh, I think when she gets mad she's very good she also carries the old age makeup really well yeah it's because you think think
1: it's because her facial features are so strong that you don't lose her underneath the makeup
0: yeah, I also think that like the old age makeup in this film is done pretty tastefully. Though Sid Holder starts to look like Mark Ruffalo.
1: <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, it's really eerie. Actually, uh, people who listen to The Greatest Generation might remember their term for "loaf," which is just like <laughs> alien stuff all over your face. Eventually, the loaf kind of takes over his face, and he turns into Mark Ruffalo.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I. I also think that the way that it perceives the future, and it goes. So like 2048 or 2047. So yeah, it almost goes to Mumbai
1: 2050.
0: Almost as far as 2050. And the way that it kind of understands what the future could look like, I think is really smart. It's just like the technology is just a little bit more advanced than what we have now. Mm-hmm. And kind of in like the architecture, they still use like a good chunk of this film is set in England. So they still and shot in Scotland, but they still use... All of that architecture, but there would just be like it's a like structure. futurist architecture
1: now. That would be normal day architecture in twenty fifty.
0: Yeah, but there's just like a structure here or a building here. But it's not like they tore down all the buildings that yeah. already exist and put up new ones. Yeah, you, so, like, you
1: occasionally see some like skyscrapers in the background, but you don't. Ne- yeah, you don't necessarily see like. All of Cambridge is replaced by an arcology now.
0: Exactly. Cambridge, for the most part, still looks like, you know, generic British university. I was keeping
1: track of, because you see his apartment fairly often, and, like, there's still, like, paint clumping up in corners and stuff, even in, like, 2030. Like, yeah, that's that's what an apartment in, like, the uh academic part of Cambridge is gonna look like forever.
0: Yeah, it and it looks like kinda lived in. So it's just I don't know. I I'm really I'm really impressed with that aspect of the film that you know and maybe it's a budgetary thing, but also it's just it feels realistic and it feels well, like it's a money in the right done. places, yeah,
1: because the future tech looks really cool.
0: Yeah. I will say though that the back half of the film does kind of start to drag like Because
1: it's a bunch of bummers and not like oops he's in another weird situation.
0: Yeah, and it starts to become like him learning the lessons and i just again i don't think siddharth Maholdra i i don't dislike siddharth Maholdra. i think he can be very good in some stuff i just don't know if he can carry this he has it's, himbo
1: energy and <laughs> he, it's not being used effectively in this no. film. no it's right shot, am i right
0: it's shot big re-
1: himbo energy
0: yes i agree yeah it's shot really well this film looks beautiful yeah it does it also has an excellent soundtrack
1: this is this is a movie that is very like you could tell what time it is based on the color palette. Like, yeah. it starts off, it's a wedding, but it starts off very, like, bright colors yeah. and super saturated and um, patterns and things. And eventually works into sort of a Christopher Nolan depressing future.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. That, that worked really well. I think works really well, again, because, like, this is obviously not what he wants out of his life. you no. know. He see he because he, fu- he didn't
1: know what he wants until he had to live through the whole thing. Exactly
0: because the future he sees is a future if he just like kind of carries on the way he is and doesn't just become a better partner and husband and boyfriend and fiance, etc. Are you
1: trying to tell me something with this? No, movie? I'm
0: not. Okay, uh, but yeah, I think the songs are really good because I also have big
1: himbo energy and I try not to coast too much.
0: <laughs> the wedding song I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, the whole song and dance in Thailand absolutely like. It looks great, but I, I, I really like that song. I think
1: It's too bad all too. the bummer songs are in the future. Could have yeah. used uh, some kind of peppy future number, but the one in the credits is
0: fun. Yeah. Now, you quickly wanted to know how this compared to About Time. Yeah. Uh, About Time is a Richard Curtis film with Donald Gleeson, Bill Nye, and Rachel McAdams. Because it's I... insinuated
1: in this movie that his father also... Maybe he didn't travel through time, but also had his head in the clouds the whole time and didn't really pay attention to what was happening and maybe why he died. Yeah. Like, so I was thinking, well, that one's about, like, a father and son who also share a time disease.
0: Yeah, that's, it's a, so in About Time, uh, Donald Gleason and Bill Nye, the men in their family can time travel um, and travel back in time and can travel back in time and only men can do this. And so I mean,
1: we haven't told you ladies this, but we can all do that.
0: Yeah. So Don Mel Gleason uses this power to manipulate his relationship with Rachel McAdams so that they end up falling in love and getting married and having kids and stuff.
1: Hmm, that's pretty and greasy, actually.
0: Yes. My it's and it's Richard Curtis, so it's all done like very romantic. Uh, and I think the whole thing is really manipulative and really sexist, and I have big problems with it.
1: So it's him manipulating events to make himself appear like a better partner for Rachel McGowan.
0: He goes back in time and relives the moment they first had sex over and over again so that her memory of the first time they have sex is not the first time they had sex.
1: Oh, so he goes back and like gets better and
0: gets better like how I is mean that not gross? It, it
1: is weird to relive that moment over and over again, but in the service of just getting better at sex. <laughs>
0: I just... You could also,
1: if you had time travel and your different realities didn't matter, you could just meet some other girl and, you know, you could meet a hundred girls that get better and then go back and go in as, like, Mr. Sex.
0: Yeah, I just... Because, like,
1: whenever he goes to the past, it doesn't start a whole new reality? No. Okay.
0: No, he just, like, he jumps... Yeah. Anyways, I... It's like Groundhog Day. I have issues with about time, uh, which I... we... Don't need to talk about it anymore. But you were curious on how it compares. Uh, And again, like Dama Gleason, there, he can control his time traveling. One of the big differences, well, and also that Siddhartha Mulder is jumping forwards in times as opposed to backwards. Most of the
1: time. He goes back a couple times. But he also doesn't go back to anything that he knows
0: about yeah he never travels to the past he's always in the future but he jumps around within the future so he's not always moving forward sometimes he goes slightly back but he's still in the future Mm -hmm. uh and i like that he's become
1: unstuck in time though apart from going further than further back than his wedding yeah very much like billy pilgrim
0: but i like that he can't control it
1: and it's usually he's just about to understand some sort of revelation and then he falls asleep and then he has Mm -hmm. to figure out a whole new situation
0: I remember when this film first came out I wasn't very positive on it. I think I like it a bit more this time around and maybe it's partly because the other two movies were really bad. Uh, They sure were. They really sucked. But I do like I appreciate that this film is about something and I like how it's trying to use this this human experience of Of time travel. (laughs) No, the human experience of, of being in a relationship and the kind of pressures and anxieties and things that people feel and question and kind of explore that in a speculative fiction aspect. And I think that works really well, and I think the fact that it's grounded in those human emotions is is ultimately why I think the film is somewhat successful. Like, I gave it two and a half stars, so it's passable, and Katrina Cape looks good, but I don't entirely recommend it. I wish it was better, because I think it has a lot of potential, and I think it looks great.
1: It's kind of stuck in between comedy and uh, sadness basically yeah. cuz like Groundhog Day is the comedy version of someone you know becoming a better person by having to deal with like a weird time situation yeah whereas I just mentioned it but Slaughterhouse 5 is also about someone who becomes unstuck in time as mostly just depressed and has mm-hmm. to relive things that he would rather not this is kind of a Michelle Gondry vibe Uh, I was thinking Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind.
0: It's less weird, but... It's less weird,
1: and it's also less inventive, formally. Mm -hmm. But it is about a relationship that has some problems. And a main character, in that one, he's trying to eliminate her from his mind. And they're kind of stuck in this horrible loop of meeting each other over and over again. It's
0: a deeply depressing film.
1: Yeah. um, As she twirls her purple hair. (laughs) Just saying. That's how you knew. You
0: know how many people ask me if that's why I dyed my hair when that film came out? No, it's because like, of
1: Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Let's get it straight.
0: Well, no, I initially dyed it because of Ron La Run, But yeah. it's, it's true. I did dye our purple because of Cowboy Bebop.
1: But uh, like that that's a movie that the time travel is more of a, a means for a sad relationship movie. And yeah. this is basically that. Like, uh, just seeing a potential timeline. It's
0: hopeful, though. It's far more hopeful than Eternal Sunshine.
1: Yeah, well, it's because he could learn. Whereas in that one, they can't learn because they're literally erasing each other from their memories.
0: I think it would be stronger if, yeah, the back half of the script was just a bit more interesting. And if Siddharth Malhotra and Katrina Kaif had more chemistry. If the lead was just a bit...
1: Future, though. Because again, I I'd like want, to go to this future more than uh, Love Story 2050.
0: I don't want to place the blame entirely on Sid Earth because I also think it's a bit the, the way the character's written.
1: Yes, because he's a head in the clouds egghead, yeah. who has never paid attention to everything that's going around him. Yeah. And that sort of character, it's difficult to get into their mind, because we're not all geniuses like that. Yeah. And also, we we see him do the beautiful mind thing of like writing on a window, but... It's difficult to portray someone being a genius in a movie, which we've talked about many times. Yeah. The Mr. Holland's opus problem. Um, no, the
0: Mr. Holland's opus problem is the difficulty of portraying... Showing a genius work of art. Yeah, a genius work of art. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I liked how... I. It also reminded me of Arrival a bit. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Where someone is traveling through time and is able to kind of um, use that. There's no alien aspect in this, but... Um, I thought that he was going to end up inventing time travel, though. Mm. Like... That would be the undercurrent of his his kind of math. He's able to figure it out and go back. But it didn't need to do that. No. Like That would be more confusing. We also thought that might be the reasoning behind the villain in Love Story 2050. <laughs> and it might be. We don't actually know. We don't know. I'm pretty sure he's not Dr. Hoshi, but well, I don't know. <laughs> Who cares?
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Did we,
1: did we learn anything? Did you learn anything about time travel movies or... Are you more into them now? Cause
0: you know what? I th- the,
1: the concept of time travel is just so entertaining and fun.
0: I think our conversation at the top just kind of solidified for me that I don't hate time travel reasons as much as you say I do.
1: No, I say you hate the most popular and famous one that everyone thinks you of when they think of time travel. You famously said,
0: I just don't like time travel. Movies.
1: I famously say all kinds of things. <laughs>
0: By the way, I when I say famously, this is famous among the two of us. I can't
1: fall out of bed without saying something famous. You know this. But, like, time travel is a rich vein of all sorts of things. You can have dumb action. You can have, you know, scary speculative fiction. Or you could have relationship drama. Mm-hmm. Um, these were all relationship drama movies. Barbar uh, Bar Deco, I think, was good. The rest were, again, absolute garbage. Uh, <laughs> this is one of the worst uh, blocks of films I've had to watch, uh, and I still resent you for it.
0: Well, I just hope it made good pod. That—that that was all we really wanted. I think it did this. make good pod. Yeah, and please we made good it,
1: time too. We're only in now. Please 20. let
0: us know if this made good pod. Uh, this is the end of this episode. Or we is will- it? <laughs> We will catch you Welcome to... (laughs) Can I I finish, please?
1: I'm doing a joke about how we were backwards in time. Okay, fine, go. (laughs) I'm keeping that, though. That's good. (laughs) That's good, Pod.
0: Uh, We'll be back in two weeks. Matt, what are we doing?
1: Uh, So, it's November. Yeah. Historically difficult (laughs) episode for us to pull off. Based on access to films.
0: Yeah, so we're not going to tell you the films, but we are hoping to watch two mystery thrillers. I'm not going to call them noirs, because at this point, I'm not sure that we can actually get our hands on what we would constitute as noir. So they're going to be mystery thrillers. One of them potentially Uh,
1: more famous in the Western world for a brief appearance in a pretty beloved movie.
0: Yeah, if we go with that one. Uh, oh, okay, well, <laughs> yeah. I
1: found that one, so we can.
0: Yeah, probably from the 60s. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll post what they are ahead of time on our social media. But I'm just so gun-shy about saying whatever movie we're going to watch yeah, for Because November November it I mean. never works out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's our annual Noir November.
1: We'll be watching uh, something.
0: We'll be watching something.
1: Hopefully from the 60s.
0: Maybe Noir. Yeah. <laughs> In uh, the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up with the show?
1: Well... At Bollywood Pod, At Matt underscore B-O-W-E-S.
0: At Aaron E. Fraser. E-R-I-N-E-F-R-E-S-E-R.
1: Facebook.com slash t- uh, Bollywoodist for Lovers. Bollywoodist for Lovers. Tumblr.com. Uh, leave us a review wherever you like. If it's not Apple, uh, let Aaron know. Send us a DM. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, we want uh, to
0: thank Becca Dulkey for our artwork. Yeah, do you know and who's a good time
1: traveler? If you're Tuffy. Tuffy <laughs> would... As <laughs> he's, you know... <laughs> got Krishna himself on his side, he would use his time travel powers for good.
0: And if you're a fan He would stop uh, her from falling
1: down the stairs. That's what he would do.
0: This show, maybe listen to my other show, Trash Art in the Movies. What are you doing on that? Uh, we just did an episode on... Uh, a
1: very specific genre. <laughs> yeah, we just... did, you, did you think that went up too? Yeah. A very specific genre that you nailed down.
0: Yeah, we just did an episode on movies about um, brothers in... Like, musician brothers. Uh, and... The musician partly, brothers whose bands
1: aren't doing that well.
0: Yeah, partly because you've always wanted me to watch the Blues Brothers. Yeah, uh, and then we also talk about the fabulous Baker Boys. Yeah, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is distractive Matt. Yeah, she was. You.
1: Best part of that movie too. All right, that's it. Bye.